This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Outside Edge. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Outside Edge and I'm your host Chandresh Narayanan. I've got with me a man who I know as someone who's played 71 test matches uh, and uh, even captain England in a test match. But today we're going to be talking to him about uh, something different, something different that he's attempting in his in his life. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Mark. Uh, happy to have you on this uh, podcast with us. Uh, great to be here, Chandrish. Good to talk to you, mate. So, Mark. Uh, a lot of us, in fact, everyone knows about your cricketing career, 71 test matches. And uh, technically, I keep saying that you still haven't retired officially uh, because, yeah, remember, you went out of the side because of an injury and that damn Kevin Peterson took over your place in 2004-05 or was it uh, Grand <laughs> Top? But but Kevin Peterson had a, had a thing against uh, you, Surrey boys. Uh, so what have you switched on to now? You're a broadcaster... We all know about, but what have you switched on mm-hmm. to now? Um, well, I mean, it's it's not necessarily a recent thing, um, Chandresh. It's, uh, but I, I'm releasing a, an album of songs that, are, that predominantly that I've written. Um, mm-hmm. It'll be my second one. The first one um, was uh, released in 2010, called "Songs from the Sun House," and um, and and this one, nine years later, is uh, is called "Now Playing," and it's uh, and I, I'm very excited about it. It's a, it's a really great collection of songs, great sound, mm-hmm. and um, it's something that I've always been very passionate about in my life. Um, but of you know, but cricket always kind of came first when I was younger. But I'm I'm equally as, as as passionate and interested in the in in music. So when did you get started with music? Uh, was it while you were playing cricket? What, how did it get all started? Um, I got started. Uh, I mean, pretty much from uh, around about the same as as picking up a bat, I suppose. My mum said that I was always singing, and I'd be able to kind of remember lyrics from songs I heard on the radio. You know, having heard them once, so I always sang. And then, I don't know, I got to about the age of 12 or 13 and, and managed to persuade my mum to, to buy me a guitar mm-hmm. um, after seeing, I don't know, after seeing, uh, you know, a concert on TV, might have been Eric Clapton playing or something like that on the telly. Um, and from that moment on, I sort of I taught myself to play. And then because of the, you know, obviously the instrument and the, and the singing side of it, I started to write my own songs. So, um, you know, that was, that's going back a long time now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I guess I always, I always, it was always in my heart that I'd end up playing cricket. It never occurred to me that I'd end up doing anything else. But sort of running parallel to that was this interest in um, in, in the world of music. So they kind of ran alongside one another, but the cricket was the dominant dominant factor um, for, for most of my life. Um, up until the, the tragedy of, um, of, of Ben Holyoke's death, actually, um, where we were on tour in, in New Zealand when, when the news of that came through. And I, as I always did, I had a guitar with me on the on the trip. Um, and you know, out of out of that event um, came the song "You're Never Gone." Um, and uh, it, it, Ben's family, um, John and and Daria, asked if I'd perform the song at his uh, his memorial service at Southwark Cathedral in in London. Um, and I did that, and then I ended up getting an offer to go and record it, and, and the, the proceeds of that recording would go to the Ben Holyoke Foundation. 
and that sort of and, and that whole event kind of put me in touch with the with with the musical world a little bit more. I saw, you know, I got to know um, producers and other and other um, musicians and, and various. One thing led to another, and you know, um, I got I sort of got back into the world of of, of playing, singing, and writing um, through that avenue. Mm-hmm. So so primarily, uh, the band's called the Mark Butcher Band. If I'm not mistaken, am I right? <laughs> Yeah, well, we. I mean, I don't think this this album doesn't have a name, or the band doesn't have a name. I was thinking okay. we've got a we've got a, um, a a launch event for the for the album on the same day that it comes out in in West Kensington in London, and that the band didn't have a name. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm probably gonna call them the um, the Illusions um, okay. on the night. But the, the album the album is simply under my name. There's no um, there isn't a sort of a band tagged to it. Um, that might change when we go out on the road after we've launched the album, but yeah. So, are you going to be performing at any of the games, or are you going to be performing on the sidelines of the game somewhere during the World Cup? No, not at all. I mean, it's kind of it's one of those things that I've I've been reasonably keen to kind of keep the two things separate. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, in the in the world where you're trying to you're trying to sort of sell albums and you want as many people to hear it, then my connections to the world of cricket are handy, aren't they? Because that's where people know me from. But it can also be a bit of a uh, it can also be a bit of a millstone because um, people's perceptions of sports people um, or, or people from other worlds trying to jump into you know say say you know sports people trying to be actors or. Um, sports people trying to do anything other than talk about and play the sport that they're known for, and um, people mm-hmm. kind of turn their nose up at it a little bit. So without without uh, without sort of being or turning my nose up at it, I kind of didn't or haven't really thought about you know performing at the grounds before the games and all those types of things. The likelihood is I'll be at the games anyway, working. So it's kind of <laughs> how many things can you do in one day? <laughs> Yeah. So is 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 uh, music a kind of stress buster for you? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I, I think it's 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 less simple than that though, because um, you know the, the writing side of it, um, you know, coming up with with stories or lyrics or or even just or writing about things that you see in front of you in in the world or writing about relationships, all of those types of things. Some of those things can be quite painful, you know. They kind of so it's not necessarily a relaxing thing to do to to mm-hmm. dive into that those emotions. But sometimes it is, you know. I, you know, sitting around and, and playing the guitar and just noodling away and entertaining yourself is a very relaxing way of, of passing the time. And as and as um, a former cricket player, um, as a lot of the guys who are playing now have found, because you're on the road so often, because you spend so much time sort of in transit or so much time in hotels. Um, having something to uh, to occupy your mind in those in those uh, quiet moments, and of which there are many, um, is is a, a, a quite a good way of stopping yourself from going crazy. So, and, and it might be very useful, say, for a cricketer playing, say, in a high-powered tournament like the World Cup, to unwind by singing or uh, just being by himself or herself during a tournament like this, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's you know that I think I don't know. Cricket and music are kind of very similar in 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 terms of um, in terms of the the time that you have uh, or the time that you spend not doing the thing that you're you're there to do. You know, musicians when they go on tour, it's you know two hours, maybe a night where they're they're on stage performing, and the rest of the time you've got to find something to do with yourself. Um, and and it's similar with cricket, even though cricket can can be a long game. 
Um, you do spend, you know, you do have on these tours, which which can be long. You do have a lot of downtime in between that. So um, it's it's an important thing to be able to switch off and and get away from the stresses of of, of worrying about facing Mitchell Stark or something. You know. <laughs> so uh, in your time, who would you jam with within the team, uh, or would you be all by yourself? Um, mainly on my own, really. Um, there was a the guys. There was a physio that we had um, in my very early days when I first got into the England side in 97, 98. A Yorkshireman called Wayne Morton who liked to who liked to play and get the guitar out on the back of the tour bus and be banging out tunes and sing-alongs and all that type of stuff. So I think we may have played together once or twice. Um, but but generally speaking, no, it, I, it, it was it was kind of for my own entertainment. And if you're if I was writing and things like that, then then having other people around would kind of only get in the way. So. Um, you know, I'd, I'd sit and, and uh, sort of either either play along to to CDs or things that I'd taken with me on the tours, or be learning things that I was watching on the TV on on uh, you know on uh, what they call it MTV when it was a music channel before it became a I don't know what the hell it is now, but <laughs> so you'd sit in your room and play along to to whatever was being played on the TV, just you know just learning. I mean, it's an it's a it's a never ending um, quest. You never. You know, you never, you can never know too much when it comes to sort of music and playing the guitar. So it's, uh, it's something that's that's endlessly fascinating. So do you consider yourself a bit of an all-rounder? Because I have known cricketers like Kurtley Ambrose and Richie Richardson who play the guitar. I've known people like uh, Sanjay Manjrekar and Ramiz Raja can sing a bit. But yeah. uh, you're probably you're probably one of those all-round cricketers, all-round musicians, if I were to say. Who can do everything? So, do you consider yourself as an all-rounder? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, um, I, I guess so. I mean, I, I love, I, lo- I love the songwriting side of it, Chandresh. That's kind of the the, the bit that really um, floats my boat. Uh, you know, I, I love to sing. I love to play the guitar. But but having ha- having to do both of those things on something that I've written myself. Um, is kind of like is the is the full package. Have you been uh, sort of praised by your ex teammates or fellow commentators or fellow cricketers about your singing? Have have they have they uh, bitten the bullet and said, okay, Mark, you're a good singer, you're a good musician, <laughs> or uh, do they grudge you for having an extra talent? Uh, no, I mean I, I did. I, I remember we were on on tour in, in Bangladesh. Um, I, I, this is post-playing career, so I was there commentating. Um, and Atar Ali Khan took us to a sort of a, a jazz club that we, you know, we'd never have found it without him. And I think it was myself and, um, and Michael Atherton. Bumble may well have been there. Actually, maybe maybe he wasn't. I've been sick. Maybe Bob Willis was there um, and, and Brian Henderson, the, the producer at, at Sky Sports. And um, there was this jazz band playing and they and they invited me up on stage. So I got up and sang, sang a couple of numbers and played a big guitar. And yeah. Athers was kind of, he was like, oh, it was like, wow, I didn't realize, you know, I didn't realize that you were kind of, you know, <laughs> I didn't realize you were that good. I thought you just messed around, you know. So that that goes down as a compliment. I'll take that one, take that as one. What about some of your other uh, teammates, uh, like Nasser Hussain, for example? Uh, has he had any comments to make? Because he's he's got a very fledgling film career in India. He's already Is appeared he's... in one Hindi. Yeah, he's appeared in one yeah. Hindi movies. I've heard all about that. No, no, Nas. The only thing I've heard from Nasser is when am I getting my free CD? <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, do do you sort of when you go to say West Indies or uh, places like that, do you kind of 
look to uh, see how uh, the likes of Kurtley Ambrose and Richie Richardson are doing with their band because they also have a band and they play quite regularly in in Antigua if uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they do. I I was meant to I was meant to play with them. While we had a, a some sort of six assault or t20 tournament or something there was something to do with the grenadian tourist board we're going talking okay. a, long, a long time back now um yeah. and they asked if if i'd go up and join them on stage and stuff i was like yeah of course any any uh any excuse to get up and play yeah but we we were out in the sort of out in the middle of nowhere and, and i was i was obviously with the the rest of the guys in the team and the party and the wives and girlfriends and there were some kids around and that kind of stuff and so we, i went up and did a sound check with them but then they mm-hmm. then it turned out they weren't going to be going on stage until sort of half eleven at night, and it was half eight in the evening, and everybody was going back, and I so in the end I kind of I ducked out before it happened. So, but but okay. I know that yeah they're great they're very successful they get you know they get hired and played at festivals all over the place and uh, yeah yeah they're really cool. And uh, uh, in in the coming future, is it going to be about uh, being a cricket broadcaster or is it music? <laughs> Well, Chandrish, we'll see. If the if the album sells millions and I'm you know and I'm headlining Glastonbury next year, then I might have to I might have to seriously consider um, uh, you know turning up to uh, or, or touring around doing uh, doing T20 competitions around the world or whatever as a broadcaster. But no, I I jest. I think look, I would do the music anyway, whether regardless of whether I was um, you know whether it was incredibly successful or I made a lot of money out of it. Um, you know, fingers crossed, I do. But if that doesn't happen, that's not the that's not the main goal. And uh, uh, you know, you're you're not just you're one of those cricketers who are who's not just a commentator. Uh, you also produced a documentary, if I'm not mistaken, for Sky called England mm-hmm. in the '90s. Uh, uh, is that something that uh, that that kind of interests you? Because I know in India, people like say Ravi Shastri and and Sanjay Manjrekar, for example, they have anchored uh, sports bulletins for networks. So is that something in, that interests you? Yeah, I mean, put it this way. Put it under all of it under sort of cre- creativity, I suppose. I really like, you know, the England in the 90s thing was an idea that I had, you know, during a rain delay sitting in the back of, the, of a commentary box somewhere. Just thinking that it would make a good it would make a good film, you know. Um, so I did all the the research for it and whatever, and 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 did all the interviews and and kind of you know we we sat in edit suites for hours and put the whole thing together myself and a, a young producer called Alex Jackson. We can't let you go without talking about the World Cup. Uh, have you been doing much work around the World Cup in England? Um, a little bit, yeah. The um because the 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 broadcast is is an ICC one. Um, uh, I've been I've been doing sort of gallery uh, gallery stuff for for Sky, so I'll be sat there doing sort of continuity voiceovers and and uh, links and things for for highlight shows. So mm-hmm. the games that England haven't been playing in, I've been I've been kind of sat in sat in a dark room um, watching those, um, which is which is good. I th- I tell you the thing that's really surprised me, Chandresh, and I don't know about what people in India think, is yeah. that you know I I'd kind of the 50-over game had, had kind of had, had, had been dying up until I think the 2015 World Cup in, in terms of yeah. as a as a, pure, as a pure entertainment. I mean, yeah. Um, and then you know from 2015 to 2019, you've seen scoring rates. You've seen sort of um, the game really kind of go to a different level in terms of what people thought was possible. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, you get to this World Cup, and and you know we, it's like we're watching the 1980s and 90s all over again. So 250 is a good <laughs> score. And yeah. I'm kind of I'm 
I'm a bit I'm a bit disappointed actually. <laughs> you know, just, but bearing it, you know, taking out who's winning or who's losing. I'm not talking here as an England fan or as a fan of any of the teams. I'm just sort of thinking as a spectacle, maybe to the sort of the to the purest cricket fan um, who would watch it anyway, regardless. It's probably it's been quite interesting, but I think you know, in terms of the wider audience, it's not actually been that much fun to watch. So, Mark, uh, just to wind things up, uh, could we get one or two lines from your new album now playing? Oh yeah, what what would you like? Would you like? I, to, I, would you? Like? <laughs> it will be great if you can hum a couple of lines from your new album. <laughs> okay, what what so what are we going to do here? Caught me on the hop. Okay. Um, <laughs> Did you ever feel a strong desire to walk away from love into the fire? Knowing you'd never find your way back home again. Knowing you're alone without a friend. How's that? Perfect. Brilliant. <laughs> Thanks a lot for this. Mark, really appreciate it and it was a pleasure having you on the podcast. No problem at all. Thanks a lot. Bye. Okay, mate. Hey, Chandra. Thanks a lot for joining us on this week's episode of Outside Edge. Please do join us next week for more news and information from the Cricket World Cup in the United Kingdom. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.